I have very scoots here, and we're uh, reading the Trader Joe's Holiday Fearless Flyer 2020, 2021. And I got it in my little hands here. Don't know how good my reviews are going to be of what I purchased, but we'll see. It's a very colorful, I mean, it's still the uh, newsprint version, but it's uh, very colorful. So at the top, it says Trader Joe's with their registered trademark. Then it says Holiday Guide, kind of written on a blue ribbon, blues and greens or teals. It says Fearless Flyer 2021. Doesn't have a volume or anything like that. And there's also kind of holly. I don't know if that's mistletoe. And then there's a gingerbread person on the right, a cookie on the left. And below the head, heading or whatever is a uh, a reindeer. or Yeah, I guess it's a reindeer standing. So reindeer, anthropomorphized reindeer, is that what I'm saying? Holding their glasses, wearing a reindeer holiday sweater. Very nice slacks. Slacks on a reindeer. There's something you don't even say. How many times you say that in your whole life other than a sleep podcast or slacks on a reindeer? Here's a chance. Would that be who, who would like uh that could be a like a kind of country holiday song. So here's a, maybe a maybe for the second a very daring Christmas. Uh another very daring Christmas. Slacks on a reindeer. Uh, like uh, can can we get that going? Uh Say that's the most confused. Is that a, that's not a B side? It's a D side. Scoots and I say, okay, fair enough. I'll take it. On the oh, and the reindeer saying there these jingle jangle tins are a whole lot of bang for not a lot of bucks. Uh, then in the bottom side is an anthropomorphized cat in a sweater, also in slacks. Uh, or a, it's not a kitten just because of the look on the cat's face. It's holding an ornament up. Chocolate ornaments that melt in milk. Meow, we're talking. Also in the slack, pant, I'd say more pants than slacks. I don't know the difference, but uh, here's the thing. I do know this. The reindeer has pleated, pleated uh, slacks on, which I never understood. Uh, like I still don't quite understand it. I, I don't know if that's to make it like, I, I'm sure I can Google it. Uh, and I remember as a kid being confused by the, what a pleat was. Maybe it's to make your iron ironing easier. I don't, I really don't know. Um, but, uh, reindeer and pleated slacks is probably too many syllables. Uh, but we could see if I met a reindeer in slacks, I'd say your pleat is so sweet. Uh, I cannot compete. Are you ready to e- eat uh, some jingle jangle with me, reindeer? Okay, so let's kick off our coverage here with jingle jangle. What the heck is jingle jangle? That's what it says. Question mark. Uh, is it Rankin and Bass? Uh, Cowboy Diddy referencing Spurs. Context is everything. Jingle jangles, the holiday season for treat TJs. Uh, it's a whole bunch of things bathed in chocolate. So you got mini pretzels covered with milk and uh, dark chocolate drizzled with white chocolate. Uh, caramel popcorn, broken Jojo cookies, milk chocolate gems with uh, candy, red candy coating, dark chocolate mini peanut butter cups, uh, 
It's a 22.7 ounce tin for $9.99. I don't think I've ever bought it. Uh, a little too much. Cho- I guess that's like too much, too much going on for me. Uh, I'd say, uh, give me, ha- I'd say too much jingle, too much jangle. And tw- like if it came, I guess I probably wouldn't buy it. Even if it came in like a nine ounce bag. Maybe this, here's, here's free advice. They wouldn't, they, like, if in the future one day when we return to free samples, uh, how about a free sample for Jingle Jangle? They probably have done that before. I think they stopped once I developed a crush on someone that was giving out free samples. Uh, it wasn't long after that. And I never, I didn't, that, that made me avoid, didn't, for me, I said, okay, I can't get a free sample there. Uh, be too obvious. I can't be obvious. Uh, I'll just walk by and consider the sample, but uh, and then trip over something or crash into something. A little Pratt accidental Pratt fall. I'm no Chris Pratt, but I got that Pratt fall down. Okay, hot cocoa ornaments for those that decorate a tree in December. You put ornaments on it, right? Uh, High cocoa ornaments look like tree ornaments. Uh, it's four large spherical bulbs. Anytime I get to say spherical and bulb together, or just spherical, uh, I feel I feel great. Uh, spherical bulb. Um, each one's a different color: red, yellow, blue, or green. Glittery edible coating. That's right, edible. But you put in a steaming cup of hot milk uh, or your favorite non-dairy beverage. Uh, once submerged, ooh, it has a delicious hint of milk. Uh, this is uh, $6.99 for four ornaments, or was, uh, once upon a time. And I just never buy these because this is, again, a kind of thing. I think I accidentally bought, like, one time, a K- I think I have those, K- I don't have one of those K-cup machines. But I have... Uh, what is it? It's not peppermint patty. It's the other peppermint thing that you eat in the movies, uh, flavored hot cocoa in K-cups. Uh, it's been in my cupboard for years, just like just like a lot of things we talk about. There's another one, been in my cupboard for years. It won't be on a hot, it could be on my house. Your co- hot cocoa, your hot cocoa's been in my cupboard for years, the cupboard of my heart. Wow, I'm coming out with the Darren. You could have it if you want that. You could have it for free. Uh, it's been in my cupboard for the cupboard of my heart, which is cold and dusty. Okay, uh, okay. Next one. This is one I've always wanted to do, but again, I never. I guess because of years of overbuying. I, I do, I do that a lot. I say, oh, maybe next time. Please don't, Scoots. We know how this goes. Uh, this one is the big red Belgian cookie tin. It's back, especially Baker in Belgium. Holiday snacking legend. Twelve distinct varieties. Uh, that's my problem is like with those Belgian cookie tins, and I'm not down with all the varieties. I got to find someone in the cupboard of my heart that likes that. That's how, you know, you, that's like, uh, probably not the best relation. You say, okay, could like, uh, could we get it? Is any, maybe with date moi, we could do that. The Belgian cookie test. Uh, let me write this down. Okay. I wrote that down. So I don't have to go on a tangent about it. Uh, uh this collection is great gift option. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, let's see what they got. Uh, there's dr- cookies that are drizzled, coated, or ha- enhanced by Belgian chocolate. Okay, so this isn't. I think I'm thinking of Danish uh, cookies and not Belgian ones. Uh, just a sear size, strikingly red tin. Great gift option. Could put it with some winter you blend coffee. Ten ninety nine, a thirty five point two ounces. Comes in a tin though. So that's page one. Page two is uh okay the, there's a fireplace and in front of the fireplace is a lamb talking to some being i have no idea what it is it could be a squirrel with wild hair it could be one of those um porcupine or it could be a, if a flying fish and a squirrel had a child and they're both in sweaters, not holiday sweaters, kind of cash, pleated uh, corduroys on the um, flying fish squirrel porcupine being. They're both holding coffee cups or, you know, cups. Uh, the lamb has a long sweater on. Maybe, and again, I don't know the difference between leggings and what are those other things called? I don't know what they're, else they're called, stretchers or whatever. And they're talking. After we open the presents, let's uh, stop by the skating rink, take a hike, and maybe bake a gingerbread cake, and then go skating again. We're going to need more coffee, basically, is what the lamb's saying, or the sheep. And winery blend coffee. I didn't, ha- I didn't have, I haven't, I haven't bought it. Uh, 14 ounce canister, pre ground. It's got spices. Uh, Seven ninety nine. So pretty good price. Uh, Medium dark roast has uh, cloves, peppercorns, and cinnamon. I just don't like. Uh, I will try new coffees, but then like uh, with these ones, what if I love it? Uh, again, goes. What if I fall in love with this coffee? I don't know. I guess that'd be like coffee descent. Then that's happened to me before. Then I have two conundrums: one, be uncomfortable, which I'm not good at, and say, "Well, next year, maybe next time." Or I buy 12 cans of it, and then I, like, uh, do so many metaphors for my life. Uh, and then I grow tired of it, uh, and then it sits there, and then, you know, reminds me of who I am. Wherever I go, there I am, uh, even when it comes to wintery blend coffee. And that's okay. That's why I'm here sharing is because uh, I'm just a person, right? Just a person you could relate to, and maybe I help uh, you say, okay. Scoots has got that too. Gingerbread cake and cookie mix. I don't think I bought this. Uh, sounds good though. Mixed with an egg, oil, and water. Moist, tender cake. Plenty of warmth and sweetness. Molasses, cinnamon, and nutmeg. Crystallized ginger for a pleasant pop. Uh, deep, dark, and rich. Old fashioned. A beguiling, blissful experience. Oh boy, that's good writing. Two ninety nine each, fourteen ounce box. Uh, candied pecans or pecans. Uh, they can warmth pop a flavor. Baked goods, snack attack, uh, something to munch on. Endlessly dependable. That's something I've never been called. Endlessly dependable. Pecans, candied pecans. You got one on me. Lightly coat in sugar. Roast them in oil. Nice and toasty. Dusting of salt. Craveable crunch, bite after bite. We're getting our alliteration in here. Kosher, grown in the USA, four forty nine every day. It says every day, so you can get them even now. 
Okay, this is another one. I don't think I maybe I do have this. I don't know if I do. Uh, peppermint brownies meant to be, meant to be while cooling on Peppermint Street. Uh, uh, I'm trying live and direct from Trader Joe's. Uh, anybody, uh, I can't sing, but a uh, little coolie high harmony, uh, like meant to be while shopping at Trader Joe's Street. Uh, okay. Um, whoever envisioned sugar plums, the dreamiest dessert, never heard of peppermint brownies. I think I wouldn't mind peppermint brownies with some sort of peppermint ice cream that doesn't have chocolate in it. Uh, so I wish I would have known that ahead of time. Wait, does have, uh, Brookies, uh, oh no, same company as the Brookies, Fudgy Delights, Cocoa Flavor. Peppermint, but white chocolate chips floating throughout. I wish I would have known that next time, though. Uh, batch size format. Format You could include candy cane almonds or decked out tree cookies and a candy cucuterie board, a.k.a. a charcuterie board filled with candy and cookies. That's four ninety nine. Maybe next year. It did. So far, we haven't gotten anything I've bought, but I think I have a couple things I did buy on here. Uh, festive flowers and pleasing plants. How do you, what, what, like, what kind of plant does a person like me, codependent, uh, I have pleasing plants, uh, festive flowers. I don't have so many of those. Uh, this, this is just kind of a generalized amplifier excitement and drive you to decorate with even more dedication. Trader Joe's, they got nice flowers and plants, no doubt about it. I've seen this before. This one I definitely could never buy just because, again, I don't eat that much chocolate. But, again, I, like, I don't need to overdo I can overdo it. Trader Joe's, sometimes I can overdo it without your help. Pound plus milk chocolate bar with caramel pretzel bits and sea salt. Like, uh, it's four ninety nine. It's uh, It's got a... Uh, they're really big bars. Pound plus weighs more than a pound. 17.6 ounces to be precise. Uh, this is a new iteration. Uh, reception can be summed up in one word. Wow. Creamy Belgian milk chocolate, rich caramel, crunchy pretzel bits, and flaky sea salt. Oh, wrapped in a festively designed package. That's uh, $4.99. And they actually have, I don't know if I missed any cartoons on the other page or animations or whatever. And this page is a rooster in a holiday sweater in pants uh, holding the pound plus bar. So each bar is more than a pound plus. It's got caramel, pretzels, sea salt, and then a rabbit in a skirt and a holiday vest is saying, that sure is some S-U-M chocolate bar. Okay, then the last thing on this page is a duck saying to an owl. But they're looking at punch, uh, sparkling pomegranate punch. We did have this. It's pretty good. Uh, where do sparkling pomegranates come from? The duck asks the owl. What did the, the, the owl is wearing like an 80s style or 90. They're both wearing 90s regular sweaters, or maybe 80s sweaters. They both have different kind of geometric stylistic patterns on there. The owls may be one of those ones that has like leather squares uh, on a, Knit, like a knit sweater or vinyl. Seen those? I've seen them before. They're probably back in style for all I know. Sparkling pomegranate punch. We had this. It's pretty good. Uh, 
Let's see. Flight of Fizz, uh, Powerful Punch, a pomegranate, a nice red cans, I believe. Uh, pineapple, orange, pomegranate, and apple juice. Kick a ginger. And, of course, a kick a punch. What do they say? With just enough effervescence to make any occasion a celebration. Have straight from the can, glass on ice, uh, whatever you wish, just as nice. Uh, that's uh, 8.5 ounce, four, 3.99 for four cans. Uh, and that's something I, you know, recommend. Okay, well, here we go. And the next page is, uh, I don't know how to say this word, C-R-O-U with some sort of diamond shape above it or triangle, T-I-A-L, holiday appetizer, crotial, crotial, crotial. If you haven't been in the frozen case, you're in it for a treat. Uh, Savory seasonal folk, we got the brie and crot. Baked brie, man, that's popular. Delightfully flaky finish. My stomach's growling. I had I had one this holiday season. Maybe put some truffle pop, pop, pop powder on there. Six ninety nine. It's a brie, double cream brie, big in an unbaked pastry crust that comes out flaky. And they said, "You geez, it looks good when you do it." I, like, and it is. It's good. Uh, oh, maybe some red pepper spread with toasted. My daughters are allergic to pine nuts, so no pine nuts for us. Dollop of raspberry preserves. No, thank you. I prefer my brie fruit-free, man. I mean, maybe with some pear and some prosciutto separately, but baked brie. Just give me some crackers. Now, here's something excellent. I highly recommend. Uh, but I haven't had Trader Joe's ones, but I will. So I go out on a, I'll take a risk though and say I love fried olives. When restaurants have them, fried olives are unbelievable. Fried olive bites. Uh, I'll love them. <laughs> if it's been too long since I've said that, uh, fried olives, I'll love them. Uh, they're in the freezer. Uh, two ol- oh, good move. Two olive varietals. Uh, Vetrano and then Kamala Cal Amadas. I love those. Uh, pitted and chopped. Oh, they're finely chopped though. Hmm. So it creates an olive dough. I haven't had those. I've had olives breaded and deep fried with pitted olives. Uh, and uh, oh, it's wrapped around a cheese, mascarpone, roquefort, and cream cheese. So I don't know. Uh, these sound interesting. Maybe I'll keep my eye out. Uh, four forty nine each. I don't know if they're seasonal or not. Oh no, only available for holiday season. Okay, so that's uh, that's out. Uh, I won't have it then. Breaded fried ravioli. I haven't had a lot of fried ravioli in my life. I think that's like more in the Midwest, uh, but I could be wrong. Oh yeah, St. Louis. Uh, according to local legend, toasted raviolis were uh, fresh roli- ravioli put in a deep fryer instead of water. St. Louis, uh, it's claimed to flame, claimed to flame, claimed to fame, uh, Trader Joe's breaded fried ravioli, semolina pasta, five kinds of cheese, uh, it has Parmesan, so it's not out at my house, battered and deep fried, flash frozen, apocryphal, Unlike the apocryphal origin story, the deliciousness is no accident. Uh, tremendous value, three ninety nine, sixteen ounce bag. 
probably pretty good. Uh, I mean, uh, here's, uh, I'll go out on a limb though. I'm not a ravioli person of all the stuffed pastas. Uh, and I don't know. I just haven't had very many, the, the most positive, uh, ravioli experiences I've had have been, um, in a, in a, like a clearer broth, uh, so in a non-traditional ravioli situation, like every time I've had in the history of my whole life, I guess let's make this about me. I've never, it's, I've had decent ravioli and I'm not like the other ones. I'm talking about those ones that are like a pillow with, uh, like they look like they're cut with uh triangle scissors or whatever. Those are ravioli, right? If they are, uh, the best raviolis I've had have been in like a broth, uh, so, I don't know what that says about, like, I, I, yeah, uh, and those, like, those other kinds, some of the other ones uh, I enjoy, but those ravioli, they're hard to cook. I don't blame anybody because they either be too soft or too al dente or their stuffing is just not, uh, I don't know, maybe, I, like, I don't know why. I guess I wish I knew. I'm sorry, ravioli. Another song for the album. I'm sorry, ravioli. Uh, bacon wrapped scallops. Those sound good. Cliche at this point, uh, but anything's good with bacon. Uncured. Uh, ten scallops wrapped in thick cut bacon, skewered with small wooden stick, drizzled with a sh- brown sugar glaze. Uh, Seven point ounce fat package. Same price since 2011. Six ninety nine. And you can find them in their freezers with Uncle Ebenezer. Porcini boneless beef roast. Uh, I think I've had this something like this before. This was one time I tried to buy it. I think the last time I like talked to a woman at Trader Joe's, uh, but I don't think it was a beef loin roast. Uh, but I was holding some kind of loin roast, uh, and I was rendered speechless. And once again, that's why I said, you know what? Don't talk like Trader Joe's. Just mind your own eyes down, Scoots. Keep your eyes on the groceries. Trader Joe's, best, even imaginary romance. Keep it out of there, Scoots. People are just there to work or grocery shop, uh, not to have you uh, be un, be able to unpronounce words uh, awkwardly or walk by them and ignore them, except in your mind. Uh, leave, leave it at home or wherever. Leave it in the car. Leave your imaginary romance in the car or that old cupboard. Lock it in the old cupboard. Porcini boneless beef roast, though. Holiday vibes. Uh, beef from the short loin. Angus beef. Uh, rich sauce. Uh, rubbed with seasoning blend. And I think porcini, isn't that like some sort of uh, deep nutty flavor? I don't see anything about it, though, but I'm not reading right the correct way anyway. Tender cut, seasoning boost. But, yeah, that one's uh, $14.99 a pound. Probably just throw it in the oven. I mean, they don't have it. Uh, fresh meat section during the holiday season. Uh, black truffle Alfredo sauce. That sounds pretty good. Um, I think I've had it before. It's uh, savory Romano and Padano, uh, black summer truffle. Doesn't overpower. That's good. I tend to put it like a, anytime I have truffle, it also has too much salt in it. Uh, uh, fettuccine, you can put a fettuccine Alfredo. 
and that's three ninety nine. And sometimes they have that the whole year long. I think. Uh, how about Fuyu persimmons, man? Uh, rich tropical flavor, somewhere between a mango, peach, and a plum. Enchanting honey uh, notes throughout. Uh, originally cultivated in Japan. Also, I have a lot of experience with persimmons from my days working for the county, checking those uh, flying friends. It was the last, one of the last uh, things to fruit in Bay Area or ripeness. Uh, uh, you could have them with a 79 cents each, uh, a soft flesh, uh, adorable appearance. Uh, here's another one for Jerry, quite possibly the world's largest fusilli. They said they had, they haven't seen it all. So that's why they put quite possibly this particular pasta, larger fusilli than, uh, could, could there be, could, could cause sleepless nights to fearless flyer riders. Uh, lest you think only this matters here, uh, we're going to test everything about this artis, artisan pasta is close to perfetto. It, uh, you could use it with sauce. Uh, it's a one-pound package only during the holiday season. Titanic twisty shape. Here's the thing. No offense. Not any, it sounds like it could be too al dente or just parts of it, like where the fusilius fusilying could be too al dente or like it's soft and then hard. And that might, they say, well, that's just your cooking method, Scoots. They say, well, yeah, let's just agree to, just like the other stuff, like, just like I keep my heart in a cupboard, I'll keep my fusilli on the, giant fusilli on the shelves. I appreciate it. There's probably a few silly fans out there. I mean, there's more than a few silly fans listening to this podcast. Am I right? Uh, right, because if you, there's more than a few silly moments. Uh, okay, moving on. We could close out with this page because I actually have some experience on this page. Baton Lovers Quartet. We just opened this in January. I had it. Uh, actually, we only opened 50% because I said we can only open 50%. Uh, it uh, is brand new wintry look. Uh, Baton Lovers Quartet's back to delight. Fla- flaky, wonderful, flute-shaped cookies once again. Same celebrated suppliers of other seasonal batons. Baton, cookie crafters. Uh, Wafer cookie exterior with cream filling. There's uh, four varietals. Cookies and cream, haven't had that yet. Chocolatey orange, haven't had that yet. Hazelnuts, actually, I didn't have any. Sophia did. And then um, cocoa with a plucky pink shell. I had two of those. It was good. Not sure if they were strawberry flavored or not, but uh while you can enjoy them so- solo i had them after dinner you could have it with coffee 16 ounce canister 7.99 and really nice canister that you could that i will reuse for something or you know save it for one day reusing it for something uh then there's a panda on a phone there's a partridge in a pear tree uh four calling birds three french hens two turtle doves that's it uh and, uh, the panda is in a kind of like a, uh, what I would say is like a casual power suit, uh, not like a pot, like a suit, a powerful suit. Uh, panda's on a regular f- old fashioned telephone. Don't get me wrong. Presents are great. The presents are great. Uh, I love the Lords of Leaping, but how about a dark chocolate collection from Trader Joe's instead? 
Uh, how about some pitted medul dates? Uh, or hool? How do you say that? Uh, uh, don't be late for these important dates uh, every day. Dates are great for cooking. These are from the Coachella Valley, man. So they're uh, they're extra spicy, if you know what I'm saying. Probably could dance all night long. Uh, supplier selects only the best. The things these dates have seen. Holy cow. A lot more than me and my dates. Uh, could bacon wrap them. Cheese stuff them. The pit says six, only 16, 6 to 10% of the dates wait. Uh, so you get more date for your money with these ones because they're pitted, man. 12-ounce package. I'm going to pick up some dates. About 27 dates for four ninety nine. Talk about a good date. Uh, dates are good for you, too. And here's the dark dark chocolate collection that the panda was talking about. Uh, certainly true. Behind a gift that counts. Uh, dark chocolate collection. Uh, 16 dark chocolates. Fanciful fillings. Uh, Irish chocolatier. Belgian chocolates with an array of flavors. Key lime. Pie, coconut crumble, salted caramel. I don't know. I like key lime pie, but not chocolate and key lime pie. Coconut crumble. I'm not a big, I'm just not chocolate big, big person. Uh, I mean, I ain't, I'll eat, again, I, I'm also a hypocrite. Uh, so, also don't know what I want. Uh, uh, decorative festive bag. I didn't see these because I didn't see anything. I don't recognize anything in a festive bag. There's another one. Get Darren on the horn. Uh, festive bag. I mean, yeah, you could do that. Like, I could see that. That's very Darren Chris. Like, uh, a festive bag. A little scatting. I just snapped. I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, you could scat it up. What's your festive bag? You know, this. Don't let your frown sag, man, because I'm bringing. Yeah, it could be like, here's here. this is it brainstorming and 40 minutes into a bonus episode scatting that about from Santa's perspective like I'm bringing that festive bag and then you could also make it for the people you know that it's 420 everywhere you know we could do some like a version like a little double entendre what am I you know what I'm saying lovely thought that's 699 for modest price and then uh, finally on this page War focaccia bread. I don't, I've never bought focaccia from Trader Joe's. Uh, and I don't have anything. I mean, I guess because it's so much. I say, like, usually I'm, I can handle about a two by two of focaccia, but maybe I'll make some focaccia, focaccia pizza or something. Sea salt and herbs mix, a warm oven, cozy, the smell of bread. Focaccia mix with sea salt and herbs. Uh, oh, this is a mix. I, I prefer, yeah, no, no, no. That's like a lot of work. Uh, but yeah, you can make it a uh, water, olive oil, the dough, 45 minute rise, 25 minutes in the oven. Maybe not. Maybe I'll make this if they still have it. Uh, it's two ninety nine, and you can find it near the other baking mixes. All right, so Scoots here uh, running through uh, the second second half of this uh, holiday. Is that what it's called? Oh, the Holiday Guide Fearless Flyer 2021. And oh, page seven. I was like, I'm gonna I made. I almost made an ass out of you and me once again, uh, Trader Joe. Tra- Trader, Trader Joe, right? Uh, 
Or jo- do you mind if I just call you Joe? I know you have a bear that goes by Jojo. And there were other uh, stuffed uh, plush friends whose names escaped me at this time. But, uh, yes, yeah, so, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I'm covering this and uh, I'm on page seven. Oh, I was making an ass out of you and assuming. I didn't really assume. I just didn't see the page number because it is very small. And in the center of the bottom of the page, I was looking in the bottom right corner, then the top right corner. So I guess I did assume that that's where the page number would be instead of conveniently in the middle of the bottom of the page where my thumb isn't covering it and I can see it. Last place I looked, that's where, that's, here's the, I'm sure somebody was telling me about a comedy routine or song. I think it was a song. And it's like, that's where my wallet and my keys always are. The last place I always look, uh, it's the last pocket. I don't know if that's what the song's about because they were going to show it to me. Here's something uh, I resist for no reason. They say, hey, I really want to show you something funny. And I do that. <laughs> Can't wait to show it to you. That's sometimes I wish I was a normal human being, you know. I mean, I am a human being. It was, you, you, I wish I was more. I'm working on it. I'm definitely working on it uh, one day at a time for real. But I wish I had that joy germ, that joy because yesterday was joy germ day. So anyway, uh, back on page seven here, it's like I never left, though, for you. And there's a train going by, and the train says, all a cheese board. And then there's flat cars with cheese, one, two, three, four, five, six different, oh, no, no, excuse me, uh, five different cheeses, but there's a repeat of Swiss, uh, there's a Swiss cheese on a wooden carve cutting board, then some sort of uh, crackers and some sort of uh, terrine or something. I don't know. Then a few different cheeses, uh, then a soft cheese and crackers. Talk about good advertising. I haven't had soft cheese and crackers in, I have no idea, but I'm like, I could I'll drive, I might just drive to the store right now and go get some. Then maybe a selection of flatter hard cheeses and then a Swiss cheese again. So it looks like we're going to be talking cheese and crackers. Did anybody ever say, like, you know, there's a phrase, cheese Louise. Uh, One, has anybody said cheese Louise? I'll have cheese. uh, Or cheese Louise, where's the, bring me the cheese, cheese Louise. Was it maybe that, so they said cheese Louise. Maybe they didn't say geez Louise. They said geez Louise, geez. Uh, okay, so Tet de Moine, M O I N E Moine. I know there's a way to say that, but uh, Rosette AOP cheese. Ooh, this is one of the only 12 Swiss cheeses with an official AOP. Appellation de origine protege, protected designation of origin. origin. Tet de Moine. Wait, what do you, how do you say that? I'm trying to think. People, like when listeners try to help me say their names sometimes, they point out a similar word. So if this cheese was writing me and then I mispronounced their name, they would be gracious enough sometimes to correct me. And they'd say, don't you know the word, uh, uh, the other word that ends in O-I-N-E? And I'd say, is it like assume where I could use it to, to, uh, and they say, well, probably, 
I don't know, but I can't think of it. I can't think of oi, right? Knee. Oini. I got <laughs> So that's a cheese with an 800-year-old recipe. Part cow's milk, uh, part skim. Eight village creameries in the Swiss region. Petite cylindrical wheels matured on spruce wood boards. Uh, to, oh, boy, this sounds good. I got to get myself some of this uh, Tete de Moines. Um, steel post so it can be rotated, cut, uh, super, oh boy, super thin, long slices that naturally curl as they cut, uh, what resembles a delicate rose. E- oh, here's another question that just came up. Uh, is there any books of poetry about cheeses? I'm sure there's poems about cheeses. Can anybody... One of the many companies that, uh, even if they took my call, I wouldn't know what to say, and it would be, and then eventually it wouldn't work out because of me, not because of them. But McSweeney's, uh, how about a McSweeney's about cheese? Uh, I don't like, uh, just, uh, just to say, that was uh, McSweeney's 2016 edition. You're only about six, five, six years late. I'd say, well, that's for me, that's early because I'm like a dark horse. Uh, Coming in, party in the new party in the USA, man. I was singing that last night. That might be from 2013 or 2010 or 29. Okay, so it's intriguing. Look, increased surface area that comes in contact with the air changes the structure of the cheese, allowing its aromatic character to develop to the fullest. Silky ivory sha- ivory colored flower shaped cheese melts. Uh, three ounce package, four ninety nine. While available, okay, so that's one I won't remember ever. I mean, I guess I, I need we see I, I need to like a somebody to like remind me next year, but also like wake a calendar where they say March, like hey, Scoots, don't forget about that uh flour Swiss cheese. And then I like I literally would say, dear person writing me, I think you miss either I misspoke or you misread my handwriting because I don't know what you're talking about. I appreciate it and uh, sleep well. Okay, next up, truffle pecorino. Don't be sheepish about it, man. Sheepish milk cheese pecorino. I didn't know that. Uh, mild and nutty. Well, that's fifty percent of the way you describe me. <laughs> Describe me as mild, maybe on this podcast. Uh, salty, oh, pairs well with sweet preserves and salty cured deli meats. Deftly demonstrates that's where, oh my goodness, holy cow. Seriously, give this person, how many people they got working on this thing? Because, uh, man, I wish I had one of those, I wish I was like, uh, I, I wish I had a podcast that investigated stuff and interviewed people. Because listen to this. This is gold. Uh, I lost my spot. It'll be a few minutes. Uh, deftly demonstrates alluring aromatic truffles. Oof, that is a, a fragrant fungi. Man, they're just toying with me. I think my. I think I just. Uh, I think I got to change my shirt. I just uh, went into like like a, I don't even like I'm just like sweating now. Oh, man, what a triple, triple threat there. Intense umami. 
So that's that cheese. Great writing. Great. Must be. Could be a good cheese. How about baked lemon ricotta? Here, okay, another thing that just popped in my head. We got to go with it. Uh, there's a famous song they play at weddings. Uh, and I like to change the lyrics of it when I remember, which isn't too often. I guess it doesn't. I was going to say lemon ricotta. That sounds more like a jingle to a song for a commercial from the 80s. But I was thinking, uh, why did it, my brain said that? It sounds like. The song is Hey Macarena. Hey, that's one hard syllable. Macarena. Hey Macarena. I'm trying not to sing it. Macarena. Baked lemon ricotta. It does. It just doesn't have the same. Uh, but uh, I could probably. I could make it work. Uh, I guess it just depends on how you pronounce ricotta. Like, if you say it like that, ricotta. Well, anyway, moving on. Is it cheese? Is it dessert? Uh, Blurs the lines. Uh, Southern Italy, baked lemon ricotta, fresh milk, salt, and whey. Resulting curd, sweet lemon paste, uh, lemon peel, lemon extract, and sugar. Circular molds baked in... uh, I got to listen to blurred lines now, too. when these wheels emerge from the oven and cool, they do look like dessert. How about a hot bowl of fusilli uh, with baked lemon ricotta? No thanks. I mean, let's just be honest. Probably not for me. Plus twelve ninety nine a pound. Sweet and zesty. If you, if you, if you ever hear me refute, for, refer to a sweet and zesty, call somebody because uh, that means I've like a. Uh, I'm probably not, and I'm probably pretending. And for whoever came across me, say, what what happened to Scoots? He declared himself sweet and zesty. He started eating spoonfuls of uh, baked lemon ricotta. Uh, he was like, uh, you know, he 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 had to do, he had to make a settle with the people that wrote that song, Macarena, and also the rem, you know. The uh, the place that certifies, you know, the government or he he was banned from uh, multiple northern European countries and all of Italy. And then after he said he was sweet and zesty, sweet and zesty, man, that could be like, I don't think I could, that's like one thing I'm not capable of being, though I'd love to. I think there's moments, uh, probably like twice a year, I feel sweet and zesty. Entertaining Cracker Duos up next. So this is a good opportunity for jokes. So let's see what they come up with. But it could be that they've already done all the Entertaining Cracker Duos. You know, what does one cracker say to another? There's plenty. Of, I mean, I'd go to see. That could have been at, like, uh, the land in Epcot. Uh, the Entertaining Cracker Duo. It could be, like, a, when you're waiting for a ride. When you're building a charcuterie, a charcuterie board. Uh, Meats and cheeses, but you got to pay attention to those crackers, yo. Crack team of cracker buyers uh, is on their mission and you're wishing no cracker has a lonely condition. All these are from Australia. Ready to make a statement on your cheese board. Uh, these are cheese and pepper wafer crackers and then cracker crisps. Uh, so quite a duo. You could eat it with that rosette. Uh, 
Remember Roxette? I don't know if they, like, there was a band, there was a band that had a couple, I think they had two hits, Roxette, uh, Smaller Gathering or Midweek Cheese Plate for Dinner Situation. Uh, you'll find it three ninety nine each. That was great, man. That was a great uh, page. That was one of the best pages of uh, tangents related to the frequent flyer I've ever been. I mean, I'm not bragging. It's a good thing because the whole next page I have to skip. Page eight is all vino. Okay, here we go. You know, you know what I love. And now, this isn't that I'm against Trader Joe's nog. It's just one of the ingredients in there doesn't agree with me. So I just stopped buying it all together. Uh, but also on the page is a cardinal in a sweater putting uh, loops of paper on a Christmas tree. The decks are, the halls are all decked. My apparel's nice and donned. The Yuletide carol's been trolled, whatever that means. And I'm earned some eggnog this year. So this is nag three times, once, twice, Three times an eggnog. This is kind of freedom I get with you patrons. I, you know, I don't get to do this stuff in the regular podcast. I'm even turning it down, you know. But, uh, oh, wait, because remember, can somebody get Darren back in here? Um, once, twice, three times an eggnog. There's got to be some sort of connection. Even if we could do this for a fundraiser, like a very, like a, like, we could even change it. It could be, like, a very Darren. I don't know what we could call it. Uh, but once, twice, three times an eggnog's got to be on there. Along with the other songs I already forgot because it, this is, you know, I recorded the other half a week ago. But uh, eggnog, classically creamy beverage, holiday tradition back to the 17th century. Oh, getting more good uh, alliteration. Cozy, comforting, festively fervent fan base. That is, that's a sleep with me listener if I ever heard of it. Uh, festival, festively fervent fan base. Uh, that's why every year we have uh, Trader Joe's eggnog, Trader Joe's light eggnog, and the new one, Trader Joe's O-nog, a non-dairy version. Didn't have any of them. But they're all two ninety nine each, uh, thirty two ounces. And I've tried to figure out what the ingredient is because it's not a ingredient based on exactly on quality. Because there's some store brand nogs that agree with me fine, and in some, I don't know. As I've spent more, and when you spend more on nog, you're going from like two ninety nine to four ninety nine. Maybe you might see a nog that's like six ninety nine, but. Uh, there's just something in some of those nogs, uh, and it's not xanthan gum because I've I've used xanthan gum on. It might be that Cargian stuff, something that sounds like something they have like Wharf would use, uh, like a Cargian. Car, I don't know what that stuff is, but or it could be guar gum, or it could be something else. I don't know, but whatever it is, it just doesn't agree with me. <laughs> but I haven't taken the time. With all the nog I've drank in the history of the podcast, because I only started drinking eggnog after I got sober, which I probably talked about before, but because, you know, I had overindulged, I would never drink eggnog. One, because I would already be, like I said, well, that's too, there's too much uh, non-alcohol in there, and it probably is going to get in the way, weigh me down, or I'd be too far into my cups, as they say, 
to be able to drink the nog. It's well, one day, like that's when I, that's like a delusion when you have one of the uh, problem with alcohol, or I did. Say one day I'll be the kind of normal person that could just drink one or two glasses of eggnog like a civilized human being. If you are one of those people, I pro- applaud you. But for me, then I became a civilized, then I did, and now I can enjoy one or two glasses of eggnog. But unfortunately, I haven't taken the time with all the eggnog. I've like I've looked at the labels, but I've never enacted. I mean, it, like in only Poor Trader Joe's, they're the only place I know. I say, okay, I know that store brand gets to me. Just gives me like a. I don't know. There's just definitely something in there that doesn't agree with me. It doesn't, not over the top. I'm not talking uh, disaster. Just don't, don't feel good afterwards. Okay, anyway, uh, the holiday shopping guide. Let's run through this. Maple streusel bread. Highly recommend that. I think that's coming up, but I use that for, um, um, what do you call that? Uh, French bread and just as like breakfast, uh, it's really good. Peppermint brownies, we didn't miss that. Eggnog, late eggnog, oh, nog. Sparkling pomegranate punch, that was good. Sparkling sugar plum beverage, that's on page 15. That sounds good. Not had it. Uh, wintery coffee, haven't had it, but maybe. Winter wake up tea, I think I like that. Lamb, min ricotta. It worked there. That's on page seven. Tete Des Moines rosettes. I'd like to have that. Truffle pecorino. Greek olive medley. I love it. I'll love it. Green goddess dip. Uh, mushroom and truffle pesto. Porcini beef loin roast. Fuyu persimmons. Uh, dates, plants. I can't. Let's keep moving. I can't, there's too much to go through in this list. Okay, truffle powder seasoning. I have this. I haven't used it very much, though. There's also a dog playing a guitar, leaning against a dog or a puffy rock. Uh, Oh, give me a store where there's truffles galore with all that earthiness I love so, because seldom you'll find truffle deals of this kind anywhere but from Deer Trader Joe. So they got a lot of truffle stuff. This is like a seasoning if you want to add up your truffles. They also have mushroom truffle-flavored pesto. Uh, we don't eat pesto in this house just because my daughter, the pine nuts or whatever. And uh, I don't know. I like truffle, but I think I already talked about it. It's easier, it tends to be too much salt gets added with it or... I don't know. I say it's just not my thing. I don't not like it. Truffle picante pasta sauce. Uh, uh, they had a truffle hot sauce. That does sound interesting, though. What's in there? Uh, chilies, uh, truffle, crispy egg. Oh, no, put it on truffle, tri- like uh, umami. Oh, it's a tomato base. I mean, this one interests me. Truffle cream-filled gnocchi. Uh, that does sound good, because you could go with... um. Either like an olive oil-based sauce or a cream sauce. I probably wouldn't want it with a tomato sauce, so uh, $3.99. And here's that maple streusel bread. Does just fine on its own, but if you make a, a French, what do you call it? Not French bread. French fr- French fries? No, French. <laughs> what do you call that stuff? Uh, French. Why can't I think of uh, when you dip a bread in batter? French toast. That's what they call it. 
there's a uh, uh, two different uh, L-I-Z-A-R-D-S is talking about cake and bread at the same time. Implication, they're scientists. Implications are sta- staggering, not to mention delicious. So I do recommend the Mabel Strusel Maloaf. Uh, oh, they have it to the season's end. I didn't realize that. But I'm still working my way through a couple uh, Kringles a listener sent me. Thank you very much. Uh, cookie mug hangers. Uh, Gingerbread-shaped person cookies you put on a mug. Uh, wait to be dunked and eaten. Cinnamon-spiced cookies compare with any beverage. Interesting. Candy cane. This I had to quit years ago. Overdid it. Uh, like I could do so many things. Candy go. Candy cane. JoJo's dark chocolate bar. Oh no, I haven't had this dark chocolate bar. I had to quit the candy cane covered JoJo's. Uh, I just ate them too much uh, and burned myself out. But this is a candy cane bar. One ninety nine. Miss that. It still sound good. You could give it to the dreidel game winner, or keep it in your desk drawer. Winter wake-up tea. This sounds like Bengal spice a little bit, but with black tea. Uh, wintery spiced blend of black tea, pep, uh, cinnamon, orange peel, spicy ginger, and cloves. Two seventy-nine. An elegant bite. Ten actually. And crote, crote. What do you say? Uh, is the Duke of Wellington. Uh, some Wellington, New Zealand, beef Wellington. This is a, a beef and crote or crute, C-R-U, I don't know how to say it. Uh, it's, it takes beef Wellington and puts it into a bite-sized puff pastry. Sounds good. Uh, truffle hot sauce is seven ninety nine. My goodness, Trader Joe's. Uh, uh, but it's hot sauce with uh, apple cider vinegar, honey, chili peppers, and bold black truffle broth. Uh, satisfyingly savory for a holiday hot sauce. Probably not for me because I got enough sauces I'm not, you know, can't get through anyway. Last thing I need is more sauce guilt. Don't, don't give me hot sauce uh, because uh, I got to, you know, say, oh boy. Never gonna like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Hot, you, you, you give me a shirt that says, I heard hot sauce is self esteem. Scooter been uh, lowering the level of hot sauce esteem for his whole existence. Uh, olive and herbs mixed nuts. Uh, sign me up. Camel, you know, those olives that I can't pronounce. Aromatic herbs and seasonings. Tangy dried olives, oh man! Hearty base of roasted almonds, cashews, and pecan pieces. Miss that one. Four ninety nine. Dehydrated and tossed. The olives were dehydrated and tossed in a blend of sunflower and olive oil to give them a satisfyingly soft texture and a pleasantly pungent tang. Oh boy. Okay, and then they have their snack mixes we've talked about in the past. Uh, uh, step up to the bar, snack mix, and spicy. They're mixed munchies that set the bar for snacking. Pub snack favorites, honey mustard pretzel pieces, chili lemon corn sticks, honey roasted peanuts, and r- cheddar rocket crackers. Now, I shouldn't, like, I just never buy these because I don't do, I'm not a big snacker. 
crispy ch- chili lemon corn nuggets, spiced chili almonds. Here's what I would propose to do in 2022. I'll buy one of each, I'll pour them in a bowl together, and then eat them. That way it'll make it like half spicy. Four ninety nine each. Uh, that'll cost me 10 bucks, but maybe it'll be different in 2022. I don't know. White truffle popcorn. Two ninety nine crispy vegetable pouches. Uh, those are three ninety nine. Can keep a lot of things in your pouch. Uh, uh, candy cane almonds. Uh, store your vegetables in a pouch. Oh, this is a. Uh, what is this? Uh, veritably vegan crispy vegetable pouches are handmade pockets of pastry dough filled with vegetables. Uh, and an Asian-inspired blend of savory seasonings gathered and tied at the top with string. So bundled with, uh, these are my favorite things. Uh, crispy vegetable pouches tied with a string. So, <laughs> yeah. Green goddess dip. Uh, sounds great. It sounds like a good Well, some chips, a creamy, garlicky flavor. Holiday party snack table, game day get-together, something to veg out on. Avocado and garlic puree texture. Oh, boy, does that sound good? Greek olive medley. Uh, I love olives, man. I don't eat enough of them. These are a few of our favorite olives. They said that, not me. Uh, We combined them into an olive medley, perfect for a holiday cheese tray or platter. Are these the ones that come in a bag or a bottle? A slightly flavored, brightly flavored brine. And that's $3.99 for a 10 ounce tub, drained weight. So you're getting 10 ounces of olives. May the forest be with you. Decked out tree cookies. I didn't see these either. Tree shaped uh, biscuits filled with milk chocolate cream. Man, I'm disappointed. I miss this. Uh, let's see, we've been do we did it, we're bringing them back, uh, eight cookies, cream-filled, tree-shaped, uh, creamy icing, red and white sprinkles. What a disappointment, this, this is my first big letdown that I missed this. Oh, this one I wanted, I went to the store specifically to buy something else that I see here. That I'll also go talk about. Then we got vegan and mint, mint and chip bonbons, uh. Ice cream flavor combo. And nothing goes winter like peppermint and pizzazz. Uh, so we reached out, uh, coconut-based desserts, and rest is history. Frozen coconut milk, check, I love that. Uh, refreshing mint, check. Uh, vegan chocolate chips enrobed in chocolate. Sounds good, too. Then this one, I went to the store to buy it. I think between Christmas and New Year's, uh, or the week before Christmas, uh, and I couldn't get it. They were sold out. No, I guess it was after Christmas and before New Year's because they didn't even have it on the shelf. Uh, mini peppermint meringues. Uh, when the hustle and bustle has you feeling pressed, uh, minty, mini, melty, minty, mel- mini morsels melt. Minty, mini morsels melt in your mouth. Uh, they might melt away your stress with it. How about if I took a bath with those? Is that recommended by anyone on the planet? Two twenty nine. It's cheaper than a. You know how much bath? Anybody look at the price of bath? People talk about like NFTs and Bitcoin and stuff. Uh, 
Has anybody checked the price of uh, bath bombs at all? I'm not even kidding. I'm not joking. Don't do it because you would be surprised. And I've checked them at different places, you know, not scientifically, but I said, you want how much for a bath bomb? Can't do that because I, and I, I said, also, I made them once. Uh, I probably have all the ingredients in bulk in a cupboard in my bathroom. I do, except for like one or two. So you can't pay that. I can't, sorry, I can't pay that much for a bath bomb. And they say, sir, usually these are given as gifts. Uh, and I said, well, I buy my bath, but you know who I buy my bath bombs for? Me, but I don't buy them because uh, now I bathe in my, you know, you know, I, how, what, how did Scooter become so zesty and whatever? Started bathing with meringues uh, seasonally. And then I think that's, that's what he said happened. That's how he got zesty and lemony. Well, that what when he, you know, when he did with the lemon zest meringues, uh, they were made from ricotta. Yeah, no, these ones are made from peppermint, pieces of peppermint, true taste of the season. And, uh, you get 11, each serving is 11 meringues, uh, gluten-free kosher certified. 229. I missed that one. Hair rescue set, uh, deep cleaning, uh, uh, shampoo, peppermint tea tree oil, walnut powder, and then, uh, something else I can't, this is 999 for deep hair repair, sugar plum sparkling beverage. I didn't see this one. I'd like to try it though. Next year, 349. It's a uh, plum based, uh, Plum juice, white grape juice, uh, seasonal swig. Oh, man, you keep giving it to me, Trader Joe's. You give me that sweet, sweet alliteration. I just auto-alliterated, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's probably the best joke I'll ever make in my life. I'm not even sure it's like a, but it's also the truth. Uh, I just spontaneously auto-alliterated. I wish if I was smarter, I would come up with a word for spontaneous, automatic. Well, that doesn't, that's kind of like, uh, just had a surprise alliteration, auto alliteration. Uh, good thing I'm not driving or about to leave the house. Uh, chocolate passport, uh, like wine. Oh, so this is like a little bit of a gift box. Yeah. Gift box, uh, eight individually wrapped chocolate bars, nine ninety nine. Give it as gift. Probably. Unsatiated wanderlust. Man, holy cow. Remind me if anybody, you know, now that we're this deep into the episode, if you're listening, I hope I'm still keeping you entertained barely uh, so you could chill out uh, if you can't sleep. But remind me next time I record this with my shirt off. Uh, I mean, there's no camera in here. So uh, who will know except for you that reminded me? See, this is probably why I stopped doing these. You see, I was so, I was so in love. Uh, Trader Trader Joe's, they had to stop my mail because I was sending love letters to the writers. Maybe I'll do that. Uh, I'll send them a Valentine. I mean, I'm going to write that down. I mean, I wrote it on my hand, but uh, I probably won't be able to read it. It looks like uh, Toll Voltron, but... Uh, yeah, that'd be funny. Send to Trader Joe's editors a, a Valentine. Oh, my brain just said that won't be funny. It'd be sad. It'd be sad. And they'd say the best kind of sad, right? Uh, 
So uh, you, you had to point that out, huh? You had, you had to go and do that to me. Dark chocolate sea salt caramel gift card holder. Wow, what kind of great mad scientist you got working there? Okay, Trader Joe's gift card with a superly sweet surprise for any foodie in your life. Uh, you know, I have foodies. I'm related to people named Foodie, uh, so shout out to them. Some of my favorite people are foodies. It's spelled with a Y in this case, but dark chocolate, sea salt, caramel, gift card holders, uh, stocking stuffer sized stocking stuffer sized square package. Uh, four of its eponymous, whatever that is, uh, dark, rich dark chocolate, silky buttery caramel, sea salt, uh, in a convenient slot, perfectly sized for gift cards, uh, $1.99. Brilliant. And a trio of dog treats, uh, Vegas buffet for dogs, uh, Carvery trio turkey, chicken and lamb recipe dog treats. Trifecta of tricks, sit, stay, and shake and reward them. I don't know if I saw those, but uh, sounds good. Okay, candy cane JoJo ice cream gets better with every word, eh? Let's break down every down each pint of this delicious decadent dessert. Starts with a swirl of cool peppermint and vanilla ice creams, a ribbon of glorious chocolate fudge, and candy cane JoJo cookies. I think I bought this last year, but I don't know. Now this this is the set. I'll do one last. Uh, but uh, let's see what this one is. I, oh, this is one of those things I can't pronounce. Pan, I want to say get, somebody get Pantone on the phone. Panatone or something. P-A-N-E-T-T-O-N-E. It's the fourth member of Tony, Tony, Tone. And Pan, also Pantone and Panatone and whatever this bread is. Uh, it's a holiday tradition. It's that bread that comes in a box uh, from Italy. Real butter, moist base, plump juicy raisins, candied fruits, and a sweet cake. Uh, festive flavor and texture. Delicious when enjoyed by dessert or a breakfast treat. Uh, it's a tradition you won't want to miss. Uh, and it's five ninety nine. And then the finally. Now this one. At first, I was very disappointed in this, but it became became an part, an essential part of things for me. So stick with me on this one. It's three ninety nine for a tub. Candy cane chocolate covered almonds. Uh, you know, these uh, can come from anywhere. Buyers, uh, people's ideas, road trips, or even an idea. In the case of the candy cane chocolate covered almonds, it was buyers and source of inspiration was you. Because customers adore tubs of dark chocolate covered almonds. They're one of our top selling candies and also enjoy, enjoy peppermint. Inside each tub, you'll find crunchy roasted almonds enrobed in rich dark chocolate, then enrobed again in peppermint white chocolate, and then coated with the delicious candy cane spits. Uh, they're everything that somebody could hope for, Three ninety nine. So this is our last thing. I don't know if I bought, I think these were one of my first purchases, because uh, I think I only went to two holiday trips to Trader Joe's. Um, and I saw these, and I said, this is everything I, I'm about. Uh, I like almonds. Uh, I love peppermint. I love white chocolate. But I also, so I bought them. I got them home. I said, let me have a couple. Uh, 
And immediately, initially, uh, and immediately, I was, I was very disappointed. And I don't know if this was an, just a batch I got or this is how they were designed, but they were not. Now, the almonds were crunchy, but the outsides were soft. And I was expecting a crunch, then a softness, and then another crunch. And I don't know why that threw me off so much that it was just soft, uh, like two layers of chalk it would be. And then the crunch. And there was something about it was just in the line with my expectations. You know, the Hems would sleep with me about a thousand times every single day for people that check the show out. So I was disappointed, but they were still pretty tasty. It just didn't like, it just didn't do it for me. But then I see, like I go on these long runs on Sunday and they're long enough and I don't always eat breakfast, which is not always advisable, but so I tried to take snacks with me, like small snacks. Uh, and I said, this could be a pretty good running snack. Uh, so I probably took six or seven of them with me, couldn't put them in my pocket, and I would eat them what, like one every mile or so. And it was ended up being perfect and also like uh, tasted good. It has, some, it has all the elements you kind of want. Then... I realized that also in my cabinet that I bought earlier in the year uh, that one of our friends uh, in uh, one of the listeners of the show that uh, a friend of mine, uh, she recommended was uh, the pumpkin spice espresso beans. Because that's like another issue when I go running on Sundays, I go for a long run and I can't drink enough coffee before I go running, you know, that my body's used to consuming. so much coffee, uh, in that hour and a half. Uh, and I said, wait a second. If so, I'll, I'll take like five or six, uh, uh, espresso beans, it's pumpkin spice. They kind of have like a candy chocolatey coating on there and five or six, these candy cane almonds. And then make you know, sometimes I'll have two, one, one of each or, you know, and then I just eat those while I'm running. I've combined running and snacking, by the way. I mean, I'm sure that wasn't the first person to do it. Uh, and they end up being really good, like, uh, I don't know, it's like just a tiny dose of energy. And then the caffeine, I say, holy cow, I don't know how much uh, espresso bean is worth as far as to a cup of coffee. But it means something to me. It's important. Uh, it's enjoyable. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, this is the peak, I think, uh, I don't know if I'm just feeling it today, but I never felt it like this. I mean. Uh, We've crossed many a line on this Trader Joe's episode, uh, so I hope you enjoyed it, uh, and I'm looking forward to hearing the edit in a couple months. Uh, Good night, everybody.